Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where each Thursday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I bring you dynamic guests, and tonight we have an incredible guest. Her name is Dr. Kay Shalette Stewart. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She has over 20 years of leadership experience in strategic business planning, marketing, and national account sales with Fortune 500 companies, including the Coca-Cola Company, Bell South Corporation, and Hostess Brands. She holds a doctorate in business administration, a master in international affairs and development, and a bachelor of arts in psychology. She has conducted empirical studies and published articles on the topic of a relationship between strategic planning and growth in small businesses. She currently serves as the Associate Director of Business Development for Executive Education for Southern Methodist University, known as SMU, Cox School of Business. She is also the principal and founder of Stewart Consulting a leadership development and business consulting firm based in North Dallas, Texas, serving both corporate and nonprofit clients. The mission of Stuart Consulting is to help business leaders connect their business plans with their purpose so that they excel personally and professionally and drive performance, productivity, and bottom-line profitability for their organizations. Shalette is a professional speaker and author of the book, Revelations in Business, Connecting Your Business Plan with God's Purpose and Plan for Your Life. This book just also uh, just won the 2012 Christian Literary Award. To date, the book has been endorsed by many industry leaders, including Dan Cathy, President and COO of Chicken Filet, and Ann Beeler, founder of Auntie Ann's Pretzel. Her Empirical research has been published in the Journal of American Academy of Business, and she also created the content and curriculum for the Revelation in Business workshop for business leaders. Since, since resigning from a leadership position with the Coca-Cola Company to pursue her professional passion and purpose, Shalette has become a living testament for the principles of Revelation in Business. A former board member of the Warren Holyfield Boys and Girls Club, Morehouse School of Medicine, School of Public Health Visiting Committee, and recipient of the 2003 YWCA of Greater Atlanta and the Coca-Cola Company Salute to Women of Achievement Award, Shalette resides in North Texas, and she is available for keynote presentations, seminars, workshops, professional consultation and coaching sessions nationally and internationally. If you want to learn more about her, here is her website. Uh, there's two websites. One is www.exed.cox.smu.edu and then www.stuart, and that's S-T-E-W-A-R-T, consulting, L-L-C, dot org or www.revelationsinbusiness.com. 
Welcome, Dr. Stewart. I'm so happy to have you as my guest tonight. Oh, thank you so much, Robbie, for that wonderful introduction, and thank you for the opportunity to share with you and your listeners uh, today. I've been looking forward to this, and I have to compliment you on the excellent platform that you have in place. It's so life-enhancing, and it's so empowering just for, for people in general, but especially for women. So thank you for all of the wonderful work that you do. Well, thank you, too. Um, What is your professional background? My professional background really consists of uh, leadership roles in sales, marketing, and strategic planning in corporate America. So you mentioned uh, Bell South. I spent many years with Bell South, the Coca-Cola company, and Hostess Brands. And most of my tenure was actually with the Coca-Cola company, 10 years in, in leadership roles with them. So you have a lot of expertise that you can share from actually being there with others as, you know, you're working with them. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's interesting, Robbie, during my tenure with the Coca-Cola company was when I started feeling this strong desire to to write, to write a book to help business leaders connect their profession with their purpose and their career with their calling so that what we do in the workplace and in the marketplace, we're anointed to do and we have passion for it. So it was actually during my season in corporate America where I started feeling that strong desire to write. Why is it so important for us to connect our profession with our purpose? Oh, it's so critical, Robbie. That's an excellent question. If you think about it, in the Western world, and particularly in the United States, we spend most of our waking hours at work. I mean, we spend more time at work than we do with our loved ones. And also, if you consider it, our careers, Robbie, as you know, consume over half of our lives. So it's so critical that what we spend most of our waking hours doing for most of our lives is spiritually enriching. It's, it's intellectually stimulating. It's ingrained in a part of our purpose, our individual calling. So it's so critical um, because we spend too much time at work, as I always say, not to enjoy it. So it's important to truly connect your career with your calling, your profession with your purpose. How did you personally begin to align your profession with your purpose? For me personally, during that tenure with the Coca-Cola company, I was on a fast-track program uh, where they were exposing me to different areas of the business. They'd relocate me to L.A. for a couple years and back to Atlanta. And for me, after I would find myself in a position for a couple of years, I would start to feel a little bit bored, a little bit antsy. And I'm sure so many of your listeners can relate to that. I I started wanting to challenge myself intellectually in more ways. So the way that I dealt with that was by going, back to school. So after I'd gotten a doctorate degree, that's when I started feeling the calling to write. And the the calling and that desire, Robbie, became so strong that the epiphany for me came when as part of this fast-track program, the next logical assignment for me was an international role. But I couldn't do it. The only reason I would have taken the international role is because I thought it may have given me more time to work on my book. And I said, you know, that's ludicrous. It's not fair to the company. It's not fair to me. I needed to honor my purpose and calling. So I resigned after 10 years and took a two-year sabbatical to uh, devote myself full-time to writing Revelations in Business. Yeah, that's kind of scary. I remember when I, I was a single mom with two kids, and I was working in a high-powered job in D.C., and I was just, it wasn't my passion, and I knew that I couldn't continue. So I quit. 
And it was scary. It's a scary thing when you do that. But you know, I never have regretted it because mm-hmm. then I went on and I got to do what my passion is. So I can right. totally understand that. Right. And you're um, absolutely how do we right, Robbie. Our... I'm sorry? Oh, I was going to mention, you're absolutely right. It, it can be scary. But I encourage your listeners, if you feel a strong calling, to step out on faith. I actually resigned during one of the most turbulent times in the history of our country. It was uh, from an economic perspective. It was 2007 to 2009 when I took that two-year sabbatical. So we all know what was occurring in terms of the housing market and the economy during that time. But I encourage your listeners out there, if you have that strong calling, you feel compelled to change industries or professional endeavors, step out on faith. The market will truly follow your mission, just as it did with Robbie and just as it uh, has done with me. How do we know when our profession and purpose are not connected and are there any red flag signs that we should be watching for excellent question in fact uh, that's one of the topics i speak on i travel the country and i speak on connecting your profession with your purpose as well as a topic how to recognize the signs of a new season and a changing vision and so some of the signs and i go into much more detail in revelations in business some of some of your listeners will be familiar with the book, the wonderful book called The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Oh, yeah, I and, love that book. Yeah, love that book. But after I read it, I was craving, how do you take those principles and apply them to the workplace and to the marketplace in a very practical, pragmatic way? And so that's what Revelations in Business does. It provides biblical principles, practical tools, and real-life examples. So we discuss companies like Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby and Starbucks and Timberland and the Ritz-Carlton, so many companies that have a spirit of excellence. So I share a lot of testimonies from the leaders. And so some of those red flags that I've um, actually experienced, I'm sure you have, and so many of the leaders that I, I highlight in Revelations in Business, when your profession is not truly connected with your purpose, uh, one red flag is that you will lack passion and interest. In your work, and you may have been passionate about it previously, but you no longer have that strong level of passion and interest. And keep in mind, I'm not talking about just a bad week or you know a bad month, but it's consistently that you lack that passion and interest. That's a red flag. Another red flag is just simply lack of peace. You don't have peace with being there in, anymore. It's not conducive to your being your best self. And another another red flag is just simply lack of ability and grace. What you used to perform quite well and with excellence, you know, everything you touched turned to gold in the past. Now it may turn somewhat depre- decrepit, and that's because you lack anointing. You're you're holding on to a past season that you're no longer anointed for. It's time to step out and move on. So those are just a, a couple, just a few of the, the red flags, but I go into much more detail in Revelations in Business. Wouldn't another red flag be you get up in the morning and you think, oh, God, I don't want to go to work today? And yet, because we are disciplined, we do go, but it's that first feeling, oh, I don't really have the passion to show up. And But then, you know, we do go. But would that be another red flag? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I um, often reference the uh, story in the Bible in First Kings where uh, the Lord spoke to Elijah and gave him directions on where to go when there was a drought. And so he said that he would direct Elijah to a brook and he would be fed there because 
God commanded the ravens to feed him there. But the key was when the brook dried up, that was Elijah's uh, point that it was time to move on. So I would encourage your listeners to think about what brook has dried up for you. What Where are you now that used to be intellectually stimulating, um, personally and, and, and professionally and spiritually gratifying that has simply dried up because that is what causes us to feel exactly, uh, Robbie, as you, as you uh, described. It's that oppressive feeling before you even get into the, the workplace. You feel like, oh, drudgery. And, and life is too short for that. So, again, I would encourage your listeners, if you're, you're, you're experiencing these red flags, these signals, these signs, take them seriously. And consider right, making I agree with changes. You. What practical steps did you take to start connecting your profession with your purpose? Um, for me, I'm actually a planner at heart. Um, my doctoral dissertation is on strategic business planning, so that's just kind of a natural for me. So for me, I've had to learn the importance of planning prayerfully with God's will in mind. And so for me personally, I had to develop a plan so that I had an exit strategy. And I talk about that in, in Revelations in Business. You know, the great aspect about the content of the book is that if you don't have a business plan, then after reading Revelations in Business, you will have one because each chapter is devoted to a key element of a business plan, from your mission and vision statement to your marketing plan to your financial plan, all the way down to your exit strategy. And if you do have a business plan, then Revelations in Business just helps you take it to a higher level of excellence. And so I talk about some of the practical ways that you can start stepping out on faith, and I talk about them all through the book. But for me, it was having a plan, an exit strategy from corporate America, and it simply meant for me devoting time on the weekends to starting the process of writing my book and also financial planning and making sure that I had enough savings and um, investments in terms of my portfolio that would allow me to take two years off to write uh, the book full-time. It ultimately took eight years to, to write the book, but I only took two years off. So I would encourage your listeners to start planning. Think of practical ways that you can take incremental steps each day to get you one step closer to walking in your purpose. What would you uh, advise listeners to do to begin the per- process of aligning their profession and purpose? Is there some steps that they need to start with? Absolutely. First step and, uh, is to buy your book because that will help them a lot. <laughs> I think it would help them um, hopefully serve as a blessing to so many people the way it has. Uh, I would say, and I, again, I do talk about this in detail in the book, is uh, the first step, Robbie, is to begin from within. Ask yourself, what is my purpose? What is my calling? Why am I here? And some ways to understand your purpose is by looking at your areas of gifting. We all have gifts. And so look at those areas of gifts that you have. What is it that you do naturally that you're always getting complimented on? Oftentimes, those are linked to your your purpose. And also think about your interests and your hobbies. Your, your listeners uh, may be familiar with the phrase, make your advocation your vocation. So think about what is it that you're an advocate for? What is it that gets you riled up that you really want to go out and do something about the social ill? It may be domestic violence. It may be homelessness or hunger. What is it that really gets you riled up in a 
positive way. And what are some of your hobbies? What do you enjoy doing? Is it writing? Is it consulting? Is it planning? Is it teaching? Is it painting, designing? Oftentimes those are indicators and indications of your your purpose. And so, again, I go through a litany of um, different ways to really discover your, your purpose in the book. But the number one step, the first step is to begin from within. So I'd encourage your listeners to start praying about what is your purpose, what's your calling. Right. And then so what would, how would you advise them to the from your book what what can your book revelations in business help connect to their profession with their purpose how can revelations in business help them connect their profession with their purpose. And so here are the three um, aspects. The book will provide spiritual, biblical principles. So that's the foundation. You know, oftentimes when we do not have a moral compass or spiritual or biblical values in place, that is where we get the Enrons, the Tycho's, the WorldComs, the Bernie Madoffs of the world. So biblical principles is number one. Also, Practical tools, uh, Revelations in Business is full of practical recommendations, pragmatic suggestions and insights that you can begin applying immediately in the workplace in terms of dealing with your colleagues, dealing with your managers, um, even understanding if you're in your position by divine assignment or by default, your own fault, and you're, you're holding on you know, to, to a past season. So, practical tools to help you maneuver through those situations. And then lastly, real-life examples. So many of your listeners may be entrepreneurs or may be uh, managers or operators in corporate America or just in the workplace in general. And so I feature both small businesses as well as large companies. So I mentioned some of the major companies like Chick-fil-A and, and Starbucks and Mary Kay and, and Timberland that are are featured in the book, but I also feature some small businesses like restaurants and how those owners have been able to really achieve their purpose in the marketplace. So I would say those three areas, biblical principles, practical tools, and real-life examples. So can your book help somebody who is an entrepreneur running their own business, maybe even in a consulting or that field as well, other than maybe having a brick-and-mortar business? Yes, because I'm a strong advocate for if you are a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, it's important to have a strategic business plan. And so Revelations in Business takes you through the process of how to develop a business plan based on biblical principles and and practical tools and those real-life examples. So some of the chapters in Revelations in Business are the Divine Executive Summary, that's the first chapter, the divine mission and vision, situation analysis, marketing plan, management and organization plan, operations plan, financial plan, and exit strategy. Each chapter is devoted to a key element of a business plan, and those are the chapters. And so that will help those entrepreneurs who may be listening. If you don't have a business plan, again, after reading the book, you will have the key elements of one. And then more importantly, one that's really based in uh, spiritual principles. And, And do you give examples like of a business plan and things like that in your book? I do. 
Yes, oh, and, and, you know, the balance in revelations in business, and I believe that's why um, there's been so much support. You mentioned that the book has been endorsed by um, actually 14 business leaders, including Dan Cathy, the president of Chick-fil-A, and also Ann Byler, the founder of Auntie Anne's Pretzels, um, who most of your uh, listeners will be familiar with. But the, the book uh, actually goes through the process of, of how to really operate a business with a spirit of excellence. And oftentimes you don't have to be an entrepreneur to need a business plan. Sometimes you're just in corporate America, you're leading a team, and you still need a business plan for your team. And so the book actually provides those principles and very pragmatic uh, suggestions for how to do that. So what insights can we receive? Uh, re- expect to receive from your book? I would say very much uh, the, the, the balance between the spiritual and the practical. So I'll give you an example, Robbie. Uh, in the chapter, and every chapter has that balance of the spiritual and the practical. So in the chapter on the divine marketing plan, I actually go through and share with the readers what should be included in a comprehensive marketing plan. So we go through push-and-pull strategies, qualitative and quantitative research um, that's, that's the foundation for marketing. We go through um, so many of the key elements that the, the uh, reader and the listener should include in their marketing plan, but then we also take the spiritual approach, and we take it to a higher level, and we discuss how are we effective ambassadors for God in the workplace and in the marketplace? How are we effective marketing vehicles? And how do you share the word of God in corporate America? The Bible says that we should submit to our employers, so we should honor the protocols that are in place. But how do you truly share your testimony? So I give the reader strategies for how to do that in a way that's very effective but still honors Corporate, corporate America and the protocols. And one of the best strategies, Robbie, is just simply exemplifying Christ in the marketplace, being a person of integrity, keeping your word, being honest, and being supportive of others. One of the things I love is the you you know they always say the four P's of marketing, but you actually have the five P's, which is that's wonderful. right. Yes. You know, I said, you know, we really need to understand and appreciate this whole fifth P of marketing. And so I introduced that in Revelations in Business. And the fifth P is simply your platform. And what I mean by that is at the end of the day, what is it that you as an individual stand for? Is it integrity? Is it creativity? Is it collaboration? Is it innovation? What is your platform? It should be something that's very genuine and authentic, and it actually relates and links to your personal brand. I I discussed that in the chapter on the Divine Marketing Plan, the fifth P, your platform, and how does that relate to your personal brand and who God says we are as part of his ambassadors? And I also like the way you have the chart that you have secular operating principles, but then you also bring in the spiritual operating, and that really is great because it really gives you something for you to think about. Yes. You know, and I and that's one of the reasons I felt compelled to write Revelations in Business is for us to take business to a higher level of excellence. And so one um, example of the secular operating principles versus the spiritual, and, and this is coming from the chapter on the divine 
operations plan. It's all about how to operate in the business world without being of the business world. So one quick example is that secular operating principles, the world, Wall Street, you know, the business community will tell you that first you have to have the, the facts and then faith. But spiritual operating principles say that first we have to have faith because we walk by faith by right. and not by sight. So first right. faith and then, then the fact. So it's really helping people to understand and take that uh, intellectual um, level up to a higher higher level of excellence and a little bit more rigor associated. So there's a whole list of the contrast between secular and spiritual operating principles. Right, and, you, and I like the way you give great real-life examples. I was looking at the chapter where you talk about real-life examples of ambassadorship. Yes. You know, there are so many wonderful leaders in our society who are truly serving as effective and efficient ambassadors in the workplace and in the marketplace. And so I give a host of examples of how you can do that in a very practical, pragmatic way, whether you are dealing with your coworkers and and your colleagues or your managers or if you're trying to market your business in, in the marketplace. So there's so many creative ways that we can can exemplify Christ in the in the workplace and in the marketplace, and and the book is just full of a myriad of examples. Tell me how you did your cover is beautiful. When I look at it, I I feel that when I'm looking at the cover, I feel like your book engulfed every one of those businesses and every one of those buildings. Oh, thank you. You know, for your listeners who have not seen the cover, um, I would encourage you to log on to um, revelationsinbusiness.com. That's the website for the book, and you'll see the visual that Robbie is referring to. And I wish I could take the credit, Robbie, but my publisher has a wonderful design department, and there's a young lady there uh, by the name of Kristen Verser, and she designed the beautiful cover of Revelations in Business. And so it really highlights Manhattan. And so that's what you see on the cover in black and white, and then you have the Revelations in Business um, ribbon that comes across that it's almost like you said engulfing the city and so i yeah i mean i felt like oh everybody in that city if they take what's in this book are going to be very successful not only mentally but physically and spiritually as well absolutely robbie peace the key is to maximize your personal fulfillment and your professional success So how do you do that? So the key to maximizing your personal fulfillment and professional success is truly connecting your profession with your purpose and your career with your calling so that what you're doing for most of your waking hours in the workplace and the marketplace, you are anointed to do. And not only will you achieve success, but you will achieve, more importantly, significance. And I talk about that in the last chapter on the divine exit strategy and exit plan. Oh, that's great. How can listeners get a copy of the book? Oh, I would invite your listeners to um, log on, again, to revelationsinbusiness.com. They can follow me on Facebook or Twitter. And um, the book is available on amazon.com, on barnesandnoble.com. And, again, revelationsinbusiness.com, if you uh, go onto the website and see the link for – there's a tab for links and contact information, and you can see all the different retailers. But, again, Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the book is actually available in three formats, ebook, 
audiobook and then the traditional um hardcover. Oh, that's right. great. Okay. So many people are using um that I didn't realize that. That's wonderful because yes. people love to read ebooks. Yes, and they on do. that site they can order it either way they want. They can. The ebook is available on Amazon. Um, and they can go on the site and order it directly from my publisher. So revelationsinbusiness.com, the site will give them all the information. And I have some uh, folks who will just simply go directly to Amazon or Barnes & Noble because they typically buy from those retailers too. So I encourage uh, you listening. Well, aren't you also on YouTube? I am on YouTube. That's right. I have a number of videos with some of my presentations, so thank you for mentioning that, too. And the website for my consulting firm, and you'll see some of the YouTube videos, is stewartconsultingllc.org, and that's S-T-E-W-A-R-T, consultingllc.org. And I'd be happy to speak for any of the organizations um, for which these insights would be helpful, business organizations, churches, uh, companies, small businesses, and that's what I do with my consulting firm is travel and speak on these topics. So how can they contact you for speaking engagements or for more information? They would uh, feel free to email me through my website, through revelationsinbusiness.com or through stewartconsultingllc.org. They can email me directly. And my email address is shalette, S-H-E-L-E-T-T-E, at stewartconsultingllc.org. Again, shalette at stewartconsultingllc.org. But if they log on to either one of my websites, then they'll be able to email me through that as well. And if they wanted to call you, is there a number they can call you? Absolutely. I would invite them to reach out to me at 214-636-1240. Again, area code 214-636-1240. Wow, this has been incredible. We're down to about 59 seconds. It goes by so fast, Robbie. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity to share with you and your listeners. I've truly enjoyed this. And I hope your listeners realize how supportive you are of people just being their best in general, but really empowering women in particular, too. So thank you again for all of the excellent work and the excellent platform that you have in place. I really appreciate well, my, the opportunity. My passion is helping women step forward and, you know, so that more people can find out where they are. So anyway, I'm going to have to say thank you. Thank you, Robbie. And we'll stay in touch. And everybody go out and buy this book, uh, Revelations in Business, uh, because it is, I have a copy of it. I'm honored. And it is so beautifully and well written so that it's not a problem to read. Thank you, And again, thank you so much, Dr. Stewart. You've been, to, you've been listening to uh, Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where each week we bring you a dynamic speaker. Next week we'll have Belinda Mays, uh, How to Turn Your Passion into Profits. So tune in, and remember, even if you can tell your friends to listen to this show at any time, because once it's gone uh, from live, it is archived, and you can listen to it at your convenience. Again, thank you so much for joining us. And again, Dr. Shalette Stewart, thank you so much for being my guest tonight. My pleasure. Thank you, Robbie. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye.